Warning, this episode does contain language and some, sex- and some slight sexual content that may not be suitable for all ages. Well, Sensa walked over to Kamonari and cornered him, pressing a small body against the bed while he hovered over. His long buff arms carried Kamonari right in the middle, giving him no chance to escape. Because I like tying up pretty blonde boys like you with them. Kamenari lay on top of the bed, his arms bent and giving him support and raising his separate body just a bit so he wouldn't be lying in the bed. The ribbon he held in his hand had been long gone and Kamenari hadn't wondered where it went. His blonde cheeks were red and Kamenari, embarrassed, couldn't make eye contact with Sensei at all. It-it-what? You heard me, Sensei said, running closer to the blonde until he was only centimeters away. Or do you want me to say it again? Juan shook his head. You're into that type of stuff, huh? Kamenari asked, and finally turned his head to make full eye contact with Senso. Senso smirked. He was content in, ha- in finally having the Bond look at him fully enough in the side. As much as Senso liked seeing Kamenari squirm and blush from embarrassment, he had to admit that when the Bond gained some sort of confidence, it was a turn-on. Not really, but like you, I might be. Kamenari rolled his eyes, and before he could say anything else, Sensei had closed the gap between them. The order had connected her two lips together, and Kamenari was left with eyes wide open. Kamenari was too focused on being soft that he didn't notice Sensei's hand trailing right behind his head, grabbing a fistful of his hair and pushing the blonde closer. Gasping suddenly, Kamenari opened his mouth slightly, and that open entrance with all Sensei needed to stab his tongue into the blonde's mouth. Conroy felt all the blood rush to his face, and he found himself slowly giving him to the kiss. The way Sensa was kissing him sent Conroy into ecstasy. The blonde felt so turned on and couldn't help and couldn't stop himself from wanting Sensa to devour him completely. He was on cloud nine, and Conroy didn't want to come back down to earth for a second. They broke the kiss to get for air, the trail of saliva only connecting their lips. Sensa started. Sensel stared at Kaminari and swore his heart skipped a beat, looking at a flush-filled half-witted golden orb so Sensel would set to motion, one he couldn't yet describe. Lost in his emotions and instincts, Sensel felt his throat dry and he looked at lips saying Kaminari's pale neck. Sensel connected his lips to the bond's neck and started looking at it. Uh-huh. raised a moan and with one hand he grabbed Sensel's hair. Sensel started sucking on his neck leaving a bright red hickey there. Feeling so lost and turned on, Conroy started grinding on Sensel. Sensel let out a groan and he felt his outer self arise. Conroy's pants and soft grin ringing in Sensel's ears, and to him it was the music to his ears. Deep like orbs turned to dark crimson ones, his canines enlarged and sharpened. Being so starved, Sensel had completely lost all control he had over himself. The wild now looked his lips before sticking his fingers to the bond's neck. Kamenai let out a gasp and cried, What are you? Senso regained consciousness and all his monster-like features disappeared. His eyes turned back and said to his teeth. Kamenai, in pure shock and fear, pushed the other away. He put a hand over the place Senso bent and his face turned into one of pure horror when he noticed the red liquid oozing out. Kamenai stared at Senso terrified as his eyes went back and and forth from his bloody hand and the man standing in front of him. 
since his mouth was agape, where the trail of the bone blood sliding down his mouth to his chin. A single drop of the blood fell on the cold floor. Uh, I'm so sorry, Kamenite. Sensil held his hands towards the bone and took a few steps towards him. Sensil felt like a complete monster. He didn't mean for any of this to happen. He wanted to apologize to the bone and not see that fear in his beautiful eyes. Stay away! The lock not flunked and he came to a stop when he heard those terrifying words come out of the blonde's quivering lips. Sensil felt his eyes water and he wished a thousand times in that moment he could turn back time and prevent this event from happening. Sensil didn't mean to hurt Kaminar at all. He just lost control of himself and couldn't help himself. Kaminar was holding onto the bleeding bite mark with one hand, and while the other he was searching for frantically for anything he could defend himself with. He scooted closer to the bedside table and opened the drawer it had there. Putting his hand in and pulling out a syrup knife and the stored there. D don't come any closer or I'll use this. Swan sobbed and with a ciggy hand had extended the boy towards the other. Conrad felt his sake and he felt nauseous. The feeling of her legs gone and he felt as if someone was squeezing his heart. He couldn't breathe. Conrad couldn't breathe. Look, Kaminari, it isn't what it looks like. Sensil tried to reason with the severing bond. Seeing the state he was in, Sensil knew he had to calm the bond down and get him to start breathing again. Just, just calm down and put the knife away. No, if I do, you just hurt me again. I won't, I promise you. Don't promise me, sit. Kaminari growled and stood up with his legs trembling as he did. You're just like him, and if I let you come closer, you just hurt me again. But guess what? This time I won't let myself get hurt. Sensil stared at Kaminari. He was trying to get he was trying to go by his side, but Sensil stayed back since he didn't want the bond to do anything reckless to either himself or him. I had no return not to do this. He pointed to the bite right that was still oozing out of blood. Donald looked like how it was bleeding in the beginning, but still enough to come out of the open. I would have never come back to even think I was starting to like you. Sensil watched the more devastating tears fell down the bond's cheeks. They stood there. One crying in pain, and another aching in pain. Kamenai was still hurting. He couldn't breathe. His heart slumped loudly in his ears, and the open one of his neck burned so bad. Taking steps back towards the door, Kamenai stood with his bloody hand for the doorknob as he kept pulling the knife much older. Grabbing a hold of the doorknob, Kamenai quickly opened the door and dashed right out. Sensel didn't waste no time in running after him, barely dodging the knife that was thrown at him. The serp weapon made a clean cut in the layout and floor, and he winced in pain, but held it in as he ran after the blonde. Kamenai kept running as his tail, as his tears trailed right behind him. He kept sobbing and hiccuping, but he still ran. He had to get away from Sensil. Kamenai was a going to go for the same pain he went with him with Sensil. He just couldn't. Reaching the staircase, Kamenai jumped on one of the side walls and slid all the way down to the bottom, dripping on his feet when he landed. Sensil copied Kaminari's tactics and quickly ran past the blonde to get in front of him, getting speed from who knows where. Stop, please, Kaminari! Kaminari shot Zalian and tried to find another way to get past Sensil. No! Leave me the hell alone, you fucking monster! I am not a monster, I'm not trying to hurt you anymore! Sensil tried reasoning with the blonde and hoping Kaminari would stop and just listen to him. Thor, he gave the blonde no reason to trust him. The sense of wonder why Kamenai was acting this way. He looked so hurt and so broken. Since I need to know why. So please, just listen and breathe for God's sake. Listen to what? Lies? Hell no! 
Kamen Rider just listen and breathe. No, no, no! Kamen Rider yelled. You're just trying to hurt me like him and I won't stand for it. Who the hell is him? I won't let you... Sensei caught the blonde off guard and launched at him, riding his, wrapping his arms tightly around him. The older hugged Kamenari, and even though the blonde thrust and kicked him, Sensei stood, still stood his ground and didn't let go. After a few more minutes of thrusting and kicking, Kamenari thought he had gone limp and he passed out. Sensei let out a tiring sigh and carefully carried out the blonde in his arms. The older headed up the stairs and walked in one of the vacant guest rooms he had. Desiring to lay the blonde there while he brewed some tea to help the blonde relax and calm down. Finally arriving at the room, Senso opened the door and walked in. Careful enough to not bump into anything while he carried Kaminari in his arms, Senso walked over to the bed and carefully placed the blonde's limp body on his soft mattress. That sunk down as his body lay there. Pulling the cover from below, Senso covered the blonde's body after removing his shoes. Senso collapsed to his knees and rested his forehead on top of the bed right next to Kaminari's hand. The order was shaking, and before he did anything, Sook stood up again and regained his composure. The order ran a hand through his tangled lots and let out a sigh. I'll explain, an apolo I'll explain everything and apologize. I just rest, love.